I hope you're all phenomenal. I hope you had a fantastic week so far. Um, I hope you're all absolutely thriving this week. Um, based on some of the feedback that I've had from last week, it looks like we've had, you know, a decent, a decent start to the week, which is good. A um, couple of things getting in people's way, which is fine. You know, we dealt with that on Tuesday and understanding how we're going to deal with when life happens and adversity hits and when all this sort of thing happens, right? Today, what we're going to do in today's themes talk, you might remember from last week, we had a nutrition specific talk. This evening, we're going to have a fitness specific talk. Next week's going to be mindset and so on and so forth. And I want to make each of the four Thursday chats more themes to the four pillars of adventure coaching, nutrition, fitness, mindset, and adventure. Today, we're going to be looking at fitness. Specifically, we're going to be looking at how to actually progress in your fitness goals. It's a rather underwhelming principle, I'm afraid to say, but it's a very important principle for us to cover. So before we get going, for those who are here, I hugely appreciate you. Welcome. Um, just drop me a little comment and just give me a scale. One to five. One being I've had a pretty crappy week. Five, I've had a phenomenal week. Where are we at? And why do you think that number is? So just give me a number and give me a reason. Let's get a pulse check, see where we're at. Go. Jump into comments. Obviously, I know there's a bit of a lag between uh, me talking and you hearing what I'm saying. And that's fine. I can just fill it with noise, which is good. For those on the podcast, at least it's a smooth... Um, amount of talking. So there we go. But team, get in the comments. Give me a pulse check. One to five. One terrible week. Five awesome week. And then give me a reason why you've given that number. Hopefully the lag between me talking and you hearing is not that long. I think it should only be a few seconds. Type away team. I'm not talking to myself. I don't want to talk to the wall. Come on team. Make it seem like I've got friends. Two. Run down. Off sick today. But not a one because I did manage two workouts. Phenomenal. Three. Not swelt, slept well for three days in a row, which has negatively impacted everything else. Interesting. Sam, why do you think you're not sleeping well, if you're happy to share it? Why do you think you're not sleeping well at the moment? Five. Back on track with active recovery. Claire smashing it. Yes, she's back in the game, which is good. Um, Sam, interested, you know. What's impacting your sleep? What do you think that is? I know obviously you're coming into exam period. I know there's a lot of stress going on there. Um, but what do you think is it that's impacting your sleep? Uh, Laura, doing phenomenally well. You know, you run down and off sick today. But an important thing I shared with Laura earlier today is even if we are off sick, even if we have a week where we're feeling particularly to run down, Claire, you had this the other week because you were, it took you a long time to recover from that 50K. That's cool. We need to make sure to keep our head here, folks, and make sure that we are making good decisions and we're still respecting our recovery and our bodies. If you have a bad week, you have a bad week. If you're off sick for a day, you're off sick for a day. It's like I said the other week in a couple of uh, posts that I put out. Uh, if you've seen them, you know, we're all going to have a day where we need more recovery. Um, I know that uh, Claire uses it. I certainly do as well. We have these whoop bands, which is essentially paying for a membership to a band to tell us how tired we are. But like, if it turns around and says, look, you've got really crappy recovery and today's going to be a tough day, then guess what? It's going to be a tough day. And that's cool. You're going to have to recover from it. There's no point being off sick and being a bit off, you know, for the for the for the females among us, you know, if it is looking at particular points in the menstrual cycle, we've really got to pay attention to these things. Hormonal fluctuations are real, team. Then you've got to respect that. If it's a day, it's fine. Like I said in that post the other day, if you get to that day and you think, I think I need to take a day off, just try and start. 
And if you need to turn it down a notch, then you have to turn it down a notch. If you're still feeling run down the next day, then that's maybe a time for a day off. Like Laura, prime example. Uh, what day is it today? It's Thursday. Yesterday felt a bit crappy. Today felt worse. You didn't take a day off yesterday, but today you did. And that's cool. That's fine. Tomorrow's a new day. Early night. Look after your body through the day. Back in. Sam, I suspect it's a combination of being busier during placement, impending finals, cramming revision into free time. Rest of the students have returned to the Return to the street. Return to the street. Be oh, Roger. Yes, I, I hear you. Return to the street so it can be quite loud during the night. Yeah, 100%, man. You know, there are a lot of things that are going to interrupt our progress. Sam, for your for yourself, my friend, like the key thing here is those daily non-negotiables. You need to set an anchor in your day so that first thing in the morning, you, you've got to win your morning. And it's the same with a lot of people here. You have to win your morning. And by that, I mean you've got to have that courage and that discipline if it's in the morning and you roll out of bed and you do 20 push-ups 30 push-ups and you go for a 5k steady run brilliant you've done what fizz you need to do for that day if you want to fit some more in later and you can awesome do it but if you win your morning that first hour of the day you don't need to revise that first hour of the day you don't need to check your phone that first hour of the day is yours and you have to control it you have to own it so that when you are then having a day where it's pretty crappy, maybe you're still feeling tired in the morning, you still hit that daily non-negotiable. And that could be for yourself, mate, that could be, you know, getting up at X o'clock in the morning, having a drink of water, busting out a couple of bodyweight workout stuff that we've got in your program, and then going out for a, for a steady run. Come back in, have breakfast, start. You're revising from a point of being refreshed and energised. You're not lethargic. You're not tired. You are good to go, my friend. So... The real uh, thing here is f actually digging into making sure that you win that morning and you've got the discipline to stick to that non-negotiable. It's just an hour. Just own that hour. You've got 23 other hours in the day to play with. Five, absolutely fantastic mood. Kicking the shit out of having a cold and generally winning at life. Good. Mark, you're an example there of, you know, if you are feeling a bit ill and you can still keep pushing on, awesome. If it gets to the point where, do you know what, it feels a bit worse... Take a day off. Take a step back. Go through the motions of the workout. A very important thing, you know, but if you're kicking the ass out of it, amazing. Really good. You've got your new flat. You're thriving. This is phenomenal. Can't wait to see you at the gym tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. All right, so we're, we're off to a good start. This is phenomenal work. This is good. What I want to talk about today is a fitness theme to tonight's call. And tonight's call is very simple. How to actually stick and achieve stick to and achieve your fitness goals. And it comes down to one very simple word. And I'm going to say it and then you're all going to leave because you're going to be like, yeah, cheers, Ben. I'm so glad I've tuned in on a Thursday night. But it's down to consistency, folks. It really is. This is not going to be a boring talk, I promise you. I know consistency is a very boring subject, but just hear me out here. Do me a favor. Give me 27 minutes and hear me out. Because consistency trumps everything. It doesn't matter, folks, if you've had one good workout. Because 100%, hang on a minute, there's a, there's a saying here and I'm going to fudge it. 80% success, 100% of the time, is better than 100%. I've ruined it. Basically, it's a saying that says, you know, if you're just slightly less than perfection, but you're doing it consistently, it's better than 
you know, having perfection a small amount of the time. I've completely butchered that. I did mean to write it down. I thought about it when I was on the bike today and I've completely butchered it. But I hope you get the point. You don't need to be perfect. And doing one perfect workout really doesn't matter. It's great, don't get me wrong, it feels good, but you need to make sure that you're doing that consistently. Now, perfection consistently is a difficult thing. That's why I've got the 80% rule. You know, that's why in your coaching books, you'll have the 80-20 rule. You know, 80% of the time, if you're perf, if you're uh, ideal, 80% of the time, phenomenal. If you're sticking to the plan, 80% of the time, phenomenal. If you're uh, dialing in your nutrition, if you're consistently pushing your adventure goals forward, if you're consistently doing the do and you've got that discipline, 80% of the time, phenomenal. Because that 20% of the time allows for colds, sick days, you know, days where you've got like date nights maybe, and you know, other things might happen, life might happen, traffic might happen, whatever. Things might get in the way. But if 80% of the time you're good to go, you're in a phenomenal place. And that 80% of the time roughly comes down to one day per week off. You know, missing one day per week, nailing six. That's why it's important to have a full day off. It's great. Yeah, on your full day off, you're still doing your non-negotiable. If that's rolling out of bed, doing 30 push-ups in a three or four or five, whatever K run, then that's it. For me, it's 5K run, uh, two minutes push-ups, two minutes sit-ups, two minutes pull-ups, two minutes um, plank, two minutes cold water. That's it. That's my morning. That's not my program training. That's just my morning. That fits in with rolling out of bed, having some water, uh, sorting the dog out, going and do my thing, having a shower, having breakfast, dog walk. And that takes care of the first two hours of my day. If you can own your morning and you can consistently do it, you are going to see success, folks. Because... When we have our training programs, you've all got training programs, right? And you're all following them diligently, I hope. I'm watching you. I can see you all. You know, you're all following it. The point of these training programs is to have consistency. That's why you don't have seven sessions a week. Or like a session every day, maybe even two. Some people have got multiple sessions per day. So like, there's a reason you're always going to have a full day off to make sure you can adhere to consistency. Getting up and saying, I'm gonna do 10K run every single morning is unrealistic. Getting up and saying, I'm gonna to stick to Monday, Friday, nailing every single workout, and then on Saturday, I'm gonna get out for a long walk or a run or a hike or a whatever, that's realistic. Because Monday to Friday, we can own, or rather our working days, depending on what structure people are on, because I know there are some people here who are on slightly more tight um, shift patterns and things. We can own it. We can stick to it. We can have success. All you've got to do is stick to the routine. I put a post out the other day about training camp mentality, and this is something that really helps me with my um, adherence and consistency. Now, I'm a big fan, whether you like him or not, I don't care. I'm a big fan of Conor McGregor, back in his heyday. Maybe not so now, but like back when he was really kicking the teeth out of MMA, pun intended. You know, and he was really, really on top of his game. And he's got multiple belts. And he's, he's just, he was a phenomenal athlete. You can't deny he was a phenomenal athlete. Some people think he was an arsehole, but that's fine. In terms of the athlete, phenomenal. And he would go into these training camps that he's devised with his team with absolute perfection. And this is the point. This is the, tw the 80-20% rule that I was talking about before. He might be perfect for those training camps but those training camps don't take a hundred percent of the year so this is where 
you can extend that 80-20% rule for the week and apply it to a maybe a, an entire training block if it works for you. It does for me, it might not for you. I would suggest you start nailing the week first. You know, If you can nail five, six days a week and have one or two days off per week, you're in a phenomenal place. For me, I like to do it a little bit more extreme because the goal is demanding an awful lot of me at the moment. You know, the Cape Wrath Trail is going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. It really is. It's a little bit frightening as to how big it is and how flipping close it is. And, you know, I'm not here to put up a facade and say everything's going to be hunky-dory and perfect. 231 miles is an awful long way in the middle of nowhere on my own. So because of that, I need to make sure that I can get into the zone and I can stick to consistency for the next 28, 9, 29 weeks. And for that, it helps me to get into a training camp mentality. And a training camp mentality means I'm going to stick to this program for six to eight weeks, whatever, however long my personal training block is. And then I'm going to have some time off. I might have an entire week off after that. But that means I go hard for that six, eight, whatever weeks it is in my training block. And then I go super easy, maybe even book into a spa, you know, have some time off, read more, relax for that week so that you are ensuring stress plus rest equals growth. You are adhering to the equation. And for that, it means all of my training's laid out. I'm a lot more disciplined. And because I get into the mindset of this is training camp mentality, then I get to the point where I feel like I'm part of something for me. It feels like the discipline and structure that, to be quite honest, I miss and crave from the army. So it gives me that. So what we've got to do, folks, is we've got to find what works for you. This is where I say, you know, nail the working days because you have to go to work. You have to do it anyway. So let's maximize that. Let's maximize that and capitalize upon the fact that you have to go to work anyway. You're going to be disciplined. You're going to have a routine. Let's add an hour into it. You know, if you want to really go through the bells and whistles of it, you're adding two, you're controlling two hours, maybe three. You're controlling two, maybe three hours of your day. And that hour is the first hour of the day. And it's the hour that you're going to get some fizz done. And then maybe the last hour of the day if you're, if you're counting that. But we'll come on to that in a minute. Because with that, you're sticking to consistency. We've got to find the answer for us to be able to stick to it. We've got to find the answer for us to be able to follow through on the job at hand. And the job at hand is you sticking to this goal, sticking to this job. There's a number of people I've spoken to in here. And I said at the beginning of February, 28 days I want you to stick to everything that we have to do. If that's a daily anchor, do it 28 times this week, this, this month. Get, just get it done. We have to find ways that we can stick to this. And, uh, sorry, I've just got a notice to say that my phone's, it's all right. A little bit low on battery, but we're, we're all right, we'll persevere. You know, we have to find something that's going to work for us to ensure that discipline is adhered to. Because then once we've done that, there's a reason your training blocks are laid out in training blocks. Because I am going to structure in time off for you. If you're on a particularly hard diet, if we are, if we are looking at losing weight with some of our clients in here, you know, some of the amazing folk, you're going to have things called a diet break. Where you don't go hell for leather for a week, you just chill. Just chill. And if you're tracking, you're not tracking. You know, you're not eating like landfill. You are under control and mindfully eating still, but you're having a break. Same with a deload week. Claire, you're going to be on a deload week soon. Don't worry. You know, you're, you're battering it for this training block. And then you're having time off. 
And for that, it's your training blocks four weeks. Get into a training camp mentality for that four weeks. You are in a training camp. You are preparing for a fight. You are preparing for an event. You are preparing for something to do. And after that, you've got R&R, rest and relaxation. You've got time off. You've got time for yourself, time to chill. And then guess what? Back into it again. Back into another training camp. Back into that mentality. It's very important, folks, to go into it and then to come out of it. To go back into it and then to come out of it. Because you need that time off. No one is a robot that can just keep hammering and hammering and hammering 52 weeks a year. You can't do it. I've tried. Trust me, it sucks. It sucks. Because overtraining is flipping horrible. Let me tell you this right now. From somebody who has overtrained more times than I care to admit, it sucks. And there are times where you'll, you'll be off for months. Like, I'm not talking it's a long weekend here. I'm talking proper overtraining syndrome. Non-functional overreaching, which is what Claire and I were talking about the other day, where you're pushing too hard consistently. You're going to be off for days, weeks, maybe even months. I know people who have been off with full depths of overtraining syndrome. They've been off for five months. Five months. Because they're pushing too hard. 80% folks. If you can stick to this training block, you've all got, uh, well, most of you have got new training blocks. Some of you have got some that are due in the next couple of weeks or so. But, <clears throat> excuse me. But if you can stick to that and you can actually do the workouts laid out for you and you nail every single one of them, then you're going to be in a really good place because then you can rest and that 20% you can chill. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Give me a feel for give me a feel of the comments team. Does that make sense? Is this resonating with people or am I talking to the clouds? <coughs> Excuse me. Jump on into comments. I know there's a bit of a lag, so I am going to continue talking. But jump on into comments. Tell me tell me what's resonating with you most right now. Yes. Awesome. Good. Amazing. Because the thing is, team, we've got to find what makes you tick? The biggest thing, the biggest driver for you is, why the hell are you here? Think about it. Why are you here? Yes, I've got a spreadsheet with all of your goals down and the, 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 the three-month commitments that you wanted to put down, your 30-day commitments that we're going to review very soon. All of these things, you've given them to me, but why are you here? Why are you here? Because if you figure that out, what is it you're trying to achieve and why is that important to you? You'll get up in the morning. You'll go to the gym. You'll get the, the sessions done. You'll be able to work around it if you are feeling under the weather, like we said right at the beginning of this. You've got the discipline to stick at it. You've got the discipline to dial the intensity down if you're feeling under the weather or you're feeling stiff and sore, whatever. You've got the discipline to stick at the process for the duration of the training block so that you can rest. Yes, all steps along the way, 100%. Controlling that first hour of the day and working that into the working week, 100%. <clears throat> Absolutely. Having some structure into your day. You've got to plan it. You can't just shotgun your way through every single day. We can't do it. We can't do it. There's too much to do in so little time. And this is where people get stuck in the trap of, you know, uh, stuck in the trap of, you know, they say, oh, I need a 25-hour day or a 27-hour day or there's not enough hours in the day. There is. You're just not controlling them. How much time do you spend on your phone? 
What's your daily average on screen time? If you've got an iPhone, it tells you. I'm not entirely sure on dirty Android, but uh, whether it tells you or not. But like, you know, how many hours is that realistically? Is it seven? It could be. Eight hours? It could be. I'm pretty sure I heard a statistic to say that the average time that Americans, yes, they're Americans, spend on their phone per day screen time is in excess of 12 hours. 12 hours! And you can't control the first hour of the day. The first hour the first hour is something I need to get better at. Yeah, 100%. Make the commitment. Tell me what you're gonna do. That's why I always say give it three goals. Something for your body, something for you to eat, and something for your uh, mentality. Three simple things that you can control every single day. Make it simple, make it achievable, make it something you can stick to. For example, getting up at the same time every single day, having a litre of water in the first hour of the day, and doing a workout. Getting up at the same time is good for your brain, good for your circadian rhythm, good for feeling focused and awake. Drinking first thing in the morning, phenomenal thing to do. Before you drink coffee, drink water. Get a, get a decent amount of water in you, first thing. I have a glass every single morning, and I'll have some more later on. You know, in the first couple of hours a day, you're getting a liter in. You are starting the day hydrated because you've just slept for, let's say, seven, eight, nine hours, whatever it is, and you're now dehydrated. And then you're getting a workout and you're doing some sort of movement. You're doing something for your body to get the blood moving. For people who are very time poor, like Sam, for example, at the moment, that could be rolling out of bed, you know, doing, a, doing some push-ups, going for a 3K run around the block, coming back, having a shower and getting all of that done within, you know, 35 minutes. So be it, if that's it. But at least you've won the start. You've won the first battle. Um, there was a, damn, I can't remember his name. There's a U.S. Navy SEALs like general who does loads of motivational speeches, and he says the first battle in the morning for you to win is making your bed, you know, because at least it's the first thing that's won and done. First thing in the morning, you've made the bed, and if nothing else happens that goes well for you, at least you're going to get into a nice, tidy, made bed at the end of the day. Extend that to the first hour. If everything goes to pot in the rest of the day, then guess what? You've won the first hour. You've eaten well, you've hydrated, you've moved, and you've done something for you. It's that simple. So if you're struggling right now, folks, this is my challenge to you. If you don't do it, I'll follow you up on WhatsApp Hyper Support because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to challenge you. I'm here to help you grow and develop. Don't be passive on this. Do it. If you're struggling first thing in the morning, if you're struggling with controlling that first hour, I want you to message me. Yes, McCraven. Yes, thanks, Sam. Admiral McCraven, 100%. Um... Right, this is my challenge to you. If you're struggling first thing in the morning with controlling that hour, I want you to come up with three things. Something that you can control every single day, seven days a week, for your body, for your nutrition, and for your mindset. And I want you to send it to me in WhatsApp Hyper Support. And I will remind you of it over the weekend for you to stick at. It's flipping Friday tomorrow, team. So, so end the week on a high and control that first hour. Do it again on Saturday. Do it again on Sunday. Don't be lazy. Come on, stick to it. Whether you stay an extra hour in bed on a Saturday and Sunday, it doesn't matter. Still do your morning routine. I want you to do that. I'm, I'm challenging you to do that right now. If you are struggling at controlling that first hour of the morning, there's at least one person in this group right now that is struggling to do that. And all you people listening to it on the podcast, I can see you, I can hear you, I know you're there. I want you to do exactly the same. Send it to me on the WhatsApp hyper support. Over the next 
72 hours, I'm going to be following up every single person in the Adventure Coach with that very same challenge. Beat me to it, folks, and jump onto my WhatsApp hyper support and let me know you're there, you're listening, you are implementing, and you are ready to go and ready to grow. Mark, I'm going to be picking on you in the gym tomorrow morning, 6.30. We're going to be there. We're going to be doing stuff, lifting heavy things and putting them back down on the floor again. Now that you've got your flat and your, your life is squared away, I'm so happy for you, mate. That's such amazing. It's such amazing news. We're a time to thrive. Sam, that's your challenge. I hear you, my friend. I can see you. Claire, I know you're very busy, but clearly there's a routine in there somewhere. You're pretty good at your routine, but I'm there for it. Laura, I'm challenging you for that. Who else have we got in here? Who else can I pick on? I think that's it in here at the moment. All you on the podcast. I'm looking at you down the microphone right now. That's your challenge, all right? Because consistency, folks, it does not matter what is on your training plan. But consistency does. Consistency really does. You have to do the thing every single day. Because the thing is, folks, you've got to fall in love with boring. Because... I'm sorry to piss on your fire here, but developing yourself physically, especially if you're doing pretty hard things, and you know you've got a long way to go, it's boring. It really is. It is boring. And you have to fall in love with doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Why do you think your training programs aren't changing week on week? They're not. Stick to a training block. Fall in love with boring for four weeks at a time. Reset, re-go, do again. Because as the old adage goes, if you want to get big and strong, go to the gym and lift weights and in 10 years you'll be big and strong. That is truth. There are no shortcuts. There are no sneaky ways around this. You have to go and do it. I've learned that lesson so many times. Sometimes I have to remind myself of that because there are days I can't be bothered to do stuff. There really is. You know, we're not all infallible and, you know, indestructible. It's real. We've got to remember why we're doing this. You've got to remember what the goal is at the, at the end of the line, the why. And that's going to get you out of bed in the morning. If you're embarrassed and fed up with who you are right now that keeps quitting on things, I know I've definitely been that in the past. Guess what? Time to do it. Time to focus. Time to drive. Time to push forward. Yeah? Mark Morris, Ben, I'm ready for tomorrow. Yes, let's rock and roll, my friend. Let's rock and roll. Claire, knowing what works for me at certain times in training blocks, currently it's getting the greens down me, gives me the biggest buzz in my day. Yeah, 100%. You know, understanding how we, I mean, Claire, for example, she'll program her entire week on a, su- a Sunday, I think, or a Monday, you know, and you've got your entire week programmed out. I do the same. I've got a whiteboard over there and it, I have to write down what I'm doing. Otherwise I forget. And it helps me for a whiteboard because I can look at it. And I can put all of my to-do lists on it. I mean, granted, I live and work in the same place. But put it somewhere. Use your fridge. Get a whiteboard in the kitchen. we got a whiteboard in the kitchen. It's phenomenal. Plan all your meals. Put your workouts on there. Everybody in the house knows where you are and what you're doing and what the expectation is. Communication within that family unit. And you will have consistency. And not only that, you use your partners and your families and your dogs as accountability for you to do the thing. Yes, dogs count with that too. Alrighty? Who's with me, team? Give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up in the comments. Let me know you're there. Let me know you've not glazed over and you sat watching EastEnders. 
while we're getting a few comments in the uh, comment section. Uh, I'm going to go through a bit of housekeeping just to finish off today. Um, I appreciate that was a solid 27 minute run, rant and rave from me. So thank you all very much for your um, for your attention. I also want to uh, just say it. That was bang on 27 minutes. Like I'm the guy that goes overtime. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, in addition team. Some nice one, Sam. I can see you, my friend. Claire, yes, 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much, team. Really appreciate you all here. Um, housekeeping team. Housekeeping. Right. I'm pleased to tell you that there is a new base camp that is being built in the background, which should be good to go within the next couple of weeks or so. And I'm quite excited about it because it's, it's, it's the introduction to a new adventure coach accountability system and a slight different change in structure to a few things, which is basically going to help with your accountability, your ability to follow through on the training. It's a much easier layout of training, so the Dropbox will be a thing of the past, because I know it can be a pain to have to re-download stuff and this, that, and the other. And there's going to be a few more different things in there that are going to be easily laid out for your utilization, because I want you to use the space. And there are certain things in there that I really want to bring out and some things I really want to help, um, help you with. There's going to be an introduction to a 12 weeks of challenges, which I'm very excited about, where every week you're going to have a different challenge for the next 12 weeks. Yes, 12 weeks. And they're all going to be different. There's going to be some adventure, some fitness, some nutrition, and some mindset ones in their team. And it's, it's going to be phenomenal. I'm really excited to share it with you. Now, that's the development of the Adventure Coach because we're always striving and driving to try and be the best that we possibly can. And of that, I'm going to be sending out a feedback form to everybody because I'm really keen to know, like, you know, what's working really, really well here for you? What am I doing right? What do you think I can work on to make your experience here better? And I'm going to get that into a feedback form and I'm going to send it out over the weekend just so I can, so that you have a hand in where the Adventure Coach goes because we're all in this together, team. We're all in this together. And I'm super excited to see how this is going to develop and how you're all going to thrive even more within this group. In addition, over the coming weeks, the plans for the first of the Adventure Coach annual meetups will be arranged. We're going to have three this year. One in England, one in Scotland, one in Wales. Let's make it nice and easy. Because we've got people all over the country in the Adventure Coach. I'm so thrilled to see how we are growing and how we are striving together. This is just the beginning, team. This is just the beginning. And the first of our meets are going to be coming up very soon. In addition, I'm also aiming to get around everybody at some point over the next couple of months. Just come and see you. I want to be in Scotland. Kirsty, I'm coming to Inverness. You know, and then I think the furthest south we've got is, is Essex? Is Essex further south than Winchester? I think Winchester might be the furthest south. So Claire and co coming down to Winchester and everybody in between. I want to come and see everybody. Because this is what it's all about. I'm not here living the high life in Dubai. I'm in the trenches with you. We're all training for adventure. We are all adventurous people trying to do stuff. And I want to meet you all and go for an adventure. And that could be an adventure at a coffee shop. Or that could be out going for a run, cycle, you name it. Whatever. Wild swim. Whatever. Sea swim. Ruth, I see you. And build this community to even more. But I'm going to get your feedback on that team. And be honest. You know, be honest. I'm not going to hold a grudge. I can take it. You know, your constructive feedback is helping me become better for you. So it's in all of our best interests. But that'll be coming out in a feedback form over the weekend, team. So that's going to help us push forward. But the bones of the new base camp, of the new structure of training, 
uh, sorry, the structure of accountability is going to be coming out very soon. I'm very excited. It is my endeavour, team, to get it out before the start of March because there's also some really cool things developing coming into March and into the rest of the year. Alrighty. Any questions from me? I'm going to give you one minute, 60 seconds, because there's another bit of a lag between now and when you hear what I'm saying. So any questions at all, get them in the comments. Please do ask away. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you progress and grow. Otherwise, it's dinner time. And then time to get after it tomorrow, team. It is exciting times. We've got some interesting work coming with some collaborators and some other coaches that are going to start helping out within the Adventure Coach. Including psychologists, sports therapists, specialists in various adventure fields. It's very, very exciting. Very exciting. Sam, no questions. Thank you. You are most welcome, my friend. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Sam, your challenge is there. Jump on it. I'm here for you, my friend. Let's get through this exam period and get you to when you're going to the Alps. Let's do it. I'm here for you, my friend. Mr. Mark Morris, excited times ahead. Thank you very much. No, thank you, my friend. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 6.30 at the gym. Absolutely. Otherwise, I think we're all good. I'm going to leave it there. We'll go for the last 10 seconds. Any last words, last requests? Speak now, forever. Hold your peace. Team, as always, it's a huge pleasure to be your coach. I love every single one of you. You're phenomenal. Let's keep growing together. Keep this momentum going and let's get into it. Team, peace. Take care. See you next time.